0: Hey
1: guys, it's Carly and this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All.
0: Jade, it's almost Christmas. How? The most wonderful time of the year (laughs) or is it? (laughs) Oh,
1: it's like an oxymoron, you know, it's like the most magical time, but the most stressful time. And then, of course... Enter coronavirus. <laughs>
0: like, you know what? That so, wrinkle. Oh my gosh! It's so weird because I feel like this year it went like really slow, but also really fast at the same time. It's, it makes no sense. This year, <laughs> <laughs> are we in like a wormhole or something? I like, kind
1: of feel like we might be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've you know I really love Christmas. I love Christmas traditions. I really love Christmas, but all the stress of thinking like especially this year with family, like how families are going to get together and how are you going to keep up with your traditions and, and everything. And then enter like kids, like we don't know what's going on with school still.
0: Like everything's starting to get strict again. And do you find yourself, I feel like this is something that I have done differently this year. I feel like so rotten that this year has just been so hard, you know, Bella usually, and this is for every kid, but Bella loves to go to the playground. She loves to go play with friends. And she goes, and she hasn't been able to do any of that. So I've been like over zealous on buying gifts to like make up for the crappiness <laughs> of the year. <laughs> you uh, really hit Black Friday hard, huh? You know, I did. <laughs> well, it's so funny because I don't get out much, you know, and yeah. neither of anybody. But whenever I've been in like Target or something, I feel like I've been putting a few like Christmas gifts in the cart just to like have something. But then whenever I go out, I do that. So I do feel like she's she's definitely going to get a lot more than Charlie. But he won't remember because he's one and he won't remember anyway and doesn't really even like toys yet. He likes a few things, but uh, he'd rather eat a remote control, you know. (laughs) <laughs> um, But I do feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm coping. I'm personally coping by buying Bella more toys. You know what, though? At least you're aware of That's your behavior. That's true. You know, I you're not aware. just like blindly
1: doing it and not, uh, not aware that you're coping that way.
0: Like <laughs> even when something comes up on Amazon, it's like deal of the day. I'm like, she doesn't need anything else. Or does she? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
0: And it's so easy
1: to add it to cart, isn't it? It's so easy, my goodness. You know what, though, this year, though, as stressful as it's been, it's like we all just get a free pass on how we're coping with anxiety. So if that's how you're like getting through, then like no judgment. Like nobody can, nobody can judge anybody on their coping mechanisms as long as it's like you're being kind to others. <laughs> if you're, I agree. You know, Let's be kind. <laughs> yeah, if you know, I'm like that's the one thing I'm like people just be kind, but. We all are like we all are just trying
0: to cope this year. It's been so hard for
1: everybody in so many different ways. And Do you
0: have any Christmas traditions that you are like trying to figure out how to do that you used to do with your family or like anything um, like they're trying to like keep going but it's hard because we're not together. Our family is so
1: different because Tanner's parents are divorced and my parents are divorced. And so it's really hard to like bring all of our family together and yeah, like, and sense. and then like family traditions that were my family's traditions, you know, it's like not my family dynamic anymore. Yeah. You know, like my dad is remarried. My mom has a, a boyfriend that she's been with for a very long time. And so it's so, so different. So Tanner and I just try to do our own traditions now. And so that hasn't been like something like where I'm like, oh, my gosh, like we're not going to be able to have my mom do this or something. You know, we probably will be spending the holiday just us. And then Tanner's mom lives here. So she'll we're not going to not invite her. So (laughs) (laughs) because the other grandparents can't make it. But I don't know. It's 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 just kind of us starting our own things. And we try to live life as normally as possible as we can with still being like safe, you know, still being safe. And so, I still want to go. Like, I still want to go do things, like go look at Christmas lights, and and you know, and and we're buying presents for families. I want to drop them off at the Salvation Army, you know, and and stuff like that. Like, I want to still feel like we can do things, yeah,
0: totally that
1: that are meaningful to us, while still trying to find a way to be safe and not make our kids afraid.
0: Like, I just don't want my kids to be afraid of everything. I know. I totally agree. I mean, uh, so, luckily they are so young you know yes that it's not yeah. i hope that that fear doesn't go past like age 3 you know what i mean right <laughs> because and I, I like i don't remember age 3 do you i i remember my first memories are around 3 really yeah. I, mm-hmm. gosh i it's so weird i can't when i think about my first memories i'm like i don't know i have no idea
1: do you remember okay this is
0: totally off topic
1: <laughs> Do you remember when we went to Napa with Julia and we all yes. laid we all laid on the beds and we listened to that doctor who's a yes. past life who does like past life regressions. We listened yes. to to his meditation yes. and we tried to remember our first memories. Yes. That was supposed to I don't know if you remember what you remembered, but you I don't re-
0: remember what I remembered. <laughs> oh no, I need to do it again. I also realized I have the worst memory ever. Like I've realized that more and more lately like like someone tagged me in a post the other day from a cruise ship thing and I guess it was like an inside joke that they tagged me and like I was a part of this joke and there was only five people in this show so I knew that I should know what they're talking about and I had no idea and that really wasn't that long ago that's okay <laughs> but that's sad. That's within the last ten years. Like I should know what they're talking about. Listen,
1: your brain is fully <laughs> no. Your brain is fully co- like the capacity of what it can handle is at an all-time max. Like right now, think I about totally it. I totally agree. And and then and then raising little children on top oh of that. Gosh. So
0: also, th- this is really funny. My, I think maybe I get it from my dad because this is a Christmas thing. We drew for Secret Santa and everybody drew and like so then like last week I was talking to my dad about it and I said well I just got my secret Santa gift but like I don't know I said I'd like put it in the closet and I know Bella's gonna tell the person that I have what this gift is because she, you know kids can't keep secrets and he goes oh gosh I don't remember who I had (laughs) that's and he so had, funny like, just drawn it like the week before and he was like it was just such chaos i can't remember so then he had to basically ask everyone if they had the specific person that he thought that he had in order to actually know that he had that person <laughs> i was like dad you can't just forget you drew that's like ridiculous he goes well can everybody redraw i'm like no dad we already bought presents Right. And that kind of like uh, defeats the whole, that defeats the whole point of yes! Secret Santa. Oh, uh, so funny. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so I'm super excited about our guest today. We have Dr. Shafali on. She, uh, you know, I talk about how much I love Oprah, but she has been on Oprah. Jade and I have followed her forever. She is an advocate of conscious parenting. If you guys, you guys should go check out her Instagram or um look up videos on YouTube because she is so interesting the way that she speaks about parenting is different than anything i've ever heard and it, yeah and i think I f- and she's right <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like a a blow your mind i think it's just
1: the way that we've been programmed that we don't totally. think like we don't think like this until someone like her talks about it and then you're just like wow i've never like you're i've never thought about it that way but that feels like so intuitively correct like I think that's what you're trying to say yeah when she talks about because I've even heard like my like my midwives talked about this and stuff but and I totally agree it's like babies are when babies are born they're whole people you know they're born they're born whole and they have they, they have everything that they need and and they need to be treated with respect you know like they're a human being like we need to offer them the same kind of I, I just like I guess the word respect as we do like an adult because they 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 are a person they're not just something that we right like, they're necessarily, a full soul yeah they're not somebody that we have to like completely mold even though we try to they're just who they are and when you let somebody bloom they flourish and so much
0: we try to change them and what to what we think they should be right or like what we didn't do when we were little or our hopes and dreams or yeah we start trying to mold them into like what we wanted to mirror our childhood as right which is not
1: even like even like subconsciously we might be doing this like we're not even aware of it right know. so like we might even be doing that just because we're not even aware of it. And that's what I think she talks about was like consciously, intentionally understanding like the moments when you're
0: with your children. Right. And she has a new book out called Superpowered Transform. Anxiety into courage, confidence, and resilience, and we will be talking about that with her. Um, I'm so I like want to go. I want
1: to.
0: I want to go buy it right now. <laughs> I know. Me too. I'm like, oh my gosh, why didn't we read this beforehand? Because holiday reading, right. I guess. Holiday reading. There we go. Well, let's take a short break, and when we come back, we will talk to Dr. Shafali. Jade and I, first off, are huge fans of you. We have followed you forever. We are just so excited that you are on. We would love for you to, first off, start talking about your book, Superpowered. We have talked a lot about COVID and what's happening right now. And your book is about transforming anxiety into courage, confidence, and resilience. Could you tell us a little bit about maybe why you wrote this book and what you're hoping it does for the children out there? Sure.
2: So we were really asked by publishers to write a book on anxiety because pre-COVID, the statistics were so alarming that one in every five U.S. children uh, was being diagnosed with a serious anxiety disorder. And so publishers came to us to write this book. This was way back. So you can only imagine now with COVID, and the enormity of the emotional challenges it has posed, how anxiety, how anxiety is probably on steroids now. So this book, Superpowered, really was written out of a culmination of uh, Rini Jane, the co-author, and my work. You know, Rini is a master at helping children discover their own inner empowerment. And she has this site called GoZen.com, which is hands down the best site for children to go in and manage their feelings on their own. It's the site that we wish all of us had. So this book really comes out of her passion and her capacity to understand that children need to empower themselves. So that's what this book is about. It's about Mm. children empowering themselves to manage their own emotional world. And we are changing the narrative of how anxiety is looked at. You know, culture has denigrated the anxiety we feel and told us that we are lesser than for feeling it. So we feel like we have to convert the anxiety into something else, into doing, into achievement, into perfectionism, or we have to suppress it and and enter rage or act like we don't even have it, act numb. But we're teaching children that The anxiety is a powerful messenger and we teach them to uncover the messages of anxiety. So we're really empowering children to befriend their emotions, to name it, to tame it, and not feel that they have to cower in fright just because they have an emotion that culture says is not positive.
0: So what can we do to help them to hold their hands through that?
2: Well, really... We are the ones who is culture. you know what is culture? it's the grown-ups and as far as our children are concerned, we are the culture they live in. So mm-hmm. if the parents have uh, an attitude towards big feelings uh, that children shouldn't shouldn't have them, you know, and we all very subconsciously, Control our children's big feelings because they make us feel uncomfortable. They make us feel hopeless. So we're always telling children, Oh, what's the big deal? Or look how beautiful the day is? Or why do you always act so ungrateful? You know, we convert it to some sort of moral issue or some sort of personal issue where actually the child just needs space to have their big feelings. But we take it so personally as if we have to intervene, we have to manage we have to control and we have to give our opinion you know and in all these ways we actually give the message to our children that we should be very scared of our you know so-called negative emotions they're not negative they're just emotions but our children learn from us so how can we help by understanding our own anxieties by celebrating and accepting all our feelings you know, like uh, Rumi and Thich Nhat Hanh, they all talk about treating our emotions as guests and allowing them to come in and accept them with neutrality. They're here to teach us something. Sometimes they need to be ignored, but for the most part, they're here to just uh, give us a wake up call. So when we parents have a healthy relationship a friendly relationship with all our emotions, then we're not impressed when our children have big emotions. We're not running into a tizzy. We're not getting anxious ourselves. And we teach our children to ride the wave and to observe themselves. And our children then don't grow up daunted by big emotions.
1: I love that because it's almost, as parents, we have to unlearn. It's like an unlearning for us in order to show our children that, they have permission to feel these feelings, especially in like unprecedented times where it's scary for us adults too. And I I guess it's good for us to show that, like you said, that we have anxieties and that we have fears and that if we invite them in as guests, then they don't have control over us,
2: I feel like. Exactly. And how are we to know the guest? if we are shutting the door on the guest all the time, the guest is still going to knock on the door. Anxiety is never going to go away. In fact, we teach in this book that anxiety is a normal reaction in this chaotic, overachieving, over-perfectionistic world we live in. So don't make the kid feel like they're wrong. Tell the kid, yeah, I get why you're so nervous about your test score because the culture at school has made you so nervous. So let me teach you to look at this culture in a different way instead we're trying to fix the kid but it's the culture that has made the kid feel like that
1: okay let's hold that thought and we'll be right back what age do kids start feeling anxiety is it is it young
2: yes i think it's very young i think it may show up first as just a lot of tantruming or resistance uh, separation anxiety uh, inability to adjust to new environments and then as they grow older, they disguise it more as, say, an eating issue or when they're teenagers as, as rebellion or le- lethargy. So we call them lazy, but we don't understand. Oh, it may be anxiety, it may be avoidance. It may be something deeper. My kid is struggling. You know, every time my daughter, who's almost 18, you know, slams the door and she vomits some rude, nasty, you know, verbiage onto me. I immediately know, oh, she just had a rotten day at school and I'm the dumping ground. I'm not going to get involved. I'm not taking it personally. I'll come back to her later. And the mistake parents make is we take it all personally. You know, I did when she was young. I had to really learn that it's the underlying feeling that is coming through the symptomatic behavior and don't focus on the behavior. Just recognize there's a feeling there that you may not understand, you may not uh, be part of but you're being pulled into the drama and you as a parent need to just stay in your own lane and be very compassionate and witnessing and and allowing but don't kind of take it personally because if you take it personally you react and now you've caused a huge shame cycle blame cycle you know
1: mhm so carly and i have younger kids ours our, our oldest are 3 what is um what is something that like i guess if my daughter's having a tantrum What is like the best thing that I can offer her in order for her to go through those feelings if she has like frustration and it's coming out as, (laughs) you know, screaming or or kicking her brother or something like that? What is the best thing that I can do to let her
2: process that? Right. Well, I'm not not there, so it's hard to say. So it'll sound like hypotheticals. But, um, you know, of course, if she's harming herself or somebody else, we try to separate them at that age, you know distracting them into another safer ambiance kind of helps uh some chocolate may help but uh, but in terms of processing <laughs> feelings now then, then that's how we all in our generation became food addicts because our mothers always gave us food when we cried but um no in, in all seriousness to process it you don't ask too many questions you kind of hold the space Your kindness can say, wow, you know, I'm sure you're hungry or maybe you're a little hungry. Is your your stomach really upset right now? But don't ask too many questions because kids can't process at that time, you know, Uh, and don't give opinions. Don't talk a lot. Just kind of intuit that they may be hungry or sleepy uh, or feeling neglected. It's really one of those three things. It's either biological at that age or just psychological of wanting your attention. So don't get alarmed from inside. I remember when I was a new mother, I took everything so personally and like, she's not happy with me. And it was all about me. And now I realized, oh, my goodness, the kid was just having a meltdown because they were exhausted. And you, you were getting all upset and trying to fix it. And you let it ride, you know, it's okay if your kid cries, it's okay if they get hoarse crying, you don't have to take it away. It it will leave their body when they've metabolized it. And then later, you can kind of just say, boy, you know, you were really tired, huh? Or you were really mad at mommy, mommy really messed up, or something like that, you know, but don't kind of try to fix it in the heat of the moment, because it may make things worse.
1: I like that because I feel like as a parent that's what we wanna do. We wanna fix it for our children. You know? Yes. We wanna make it we wanna make it better or take their take their yeah. pain or their anxiety away. Because
2: we can't handle their pain, you see. It's it's as much we wanting to generally take away their pain as much as it is you know, who likes to hear a screaming kid cry? They're like, they kill your eardrums. It's annoying. It's It makes you anxious. It makes you alarmed. It makes you feel like, oh my God. And if it's in Target, then you're like, I didn't, I didn't hurt this kid. I'm not an abusive parent. You know, you feel every other parent staring at you and shaming you. So it brings up a lot of feelings. And really the answer is just, it'll for the most part, you let it ride. And also, a lot of things happening at that age have to do with overstimulation. You know, really simplify the kid's life at that age. They can't handle a lot. They get exhausted very fast. They have very little reserve. So really m- manage their lives and simplify it and stop crowding their lives with 10,000 things because it makes you feel like a high achieving parent.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so when children in your book so in your book you talk about children finding themselves like feeling empowered and that they find resilience in this time when they start to um let go of their anxiety is that kind of like the gen like the general i
2: guess like synopsis of the book yeah the general synopsis is that you know we came to this world full of inherent implicit innate superpowers And power stands for an acronym. P stands for being present. So, you know, young children are so present to themselves and Mm -hmm. to the world in in the moment. O stands for original. You know how original they are. Uh, W stands for whole. You know, they come whole. They come ready to Mm -hmm. love themselves and accept themselves. They're not thinking, am I white? Am I black? Am I dark? Am I light? Am I old? Am I young? Am I pretty? Am I not? They're like, I love myself. They're whole. The, the E stands for energized. you know how much energy they have till they drop down you know in the middle of the pavement. and they're resilient. <laughs> You know, they keep trying to walk. They keep trying to talk. They keep trying to interrupt you. They are without ego at that age, which makes them very resilient. So P-O-W-E-R, present, original, whole, energized, and resilient. These are the innate skills we come with. But because of culture, we replace our being present with all sorts of future Foretelling, you know, so we call, we leave the world of the what is and we go into the what if. So we have a chapter called what ifing. And because we've been taught to live in the future, we're constantly what if, what if, what if. So we've lost that capacity to be present. Instead of being original and not caring how we look or how we dress, culture has taught us to fit in in just like for the sake of you know just be the same as everybody else so we've learned to camouflage so we have a chapter called camouflaged then instead of feeling whole and accepting ourselves culture teaches us to hide ourselves and to 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 submerge our innate powers and so we have a chapter called cocooned and then the energized superpower is replaced by overscheduling, overdoing, overachieving. So that chapter is called being fried. You know, we fry our children, we burn them out. And then the chapter on resilient, you know, being resilient and having resilience, that superpower is replaced by this, you know, utter perfectionism. So we petrify our children and we kind of stagnate them and icify them. So that chapter is called ice. You know, kids are completely petrified to try and to take risks. So we teach children like to understand, look, you have these powers, but this is what's happened to you. And every kid relates, you know, whether they're five or they're 15. And they go, yeah, that's what I that's what happened to me. I, You know, I get scared to stand out. I get scared to be ordinary. I get scared to just be me. And so we teach children how to reclaim those superpowers.
0: That's amazing. That's am- yeah, it is amazing. I feel um, like you are one of the only people out there that talks about this. At, like I feel like so many parenting books are about, Hey, do this to get this result. And I love that you say, let your children figure it out. You talk about how your child doesn't belong to you. And it's so true because they, they don't, they're a soul that is here on this earth as we are. And we're all here to figure it out on our own journey and to grow and evolve
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, and, I just think that this—it's so cool that you are talking about this because I just don't think there's enough of this going around.
2: Yep, yep. And we, uh, you know, Renee Jane, my co-author and I, uh, are real advocates for children's voices to be heard. And I really encourage all your listeners to go to GoZen.com because it is just a treasure trove for young children like yours. And, uh, you know, we want to hand the baton back to the children. We want them to know their own worlds. We want them it's to, to, to feel validated and heard and understood, but first by themselves. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I feel like my inner child is listening to this, and it, I I feel like myself being like, man, like how powerful or empowering would that have been if I would have gotten that in my childhood? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So for it's sure. just amazing that we have this. You know, you're talking about this, and this is a resource for parents now that we can gift our children.
2: Yeah, that's why we wrote it. So it, teach, <laughs> it, it gives it gives parents also a language to talk to their kids because we're scared, you know, this, we, we freeze up too. So this, this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you'll see it's very empowering for parents to go through as well.
0: Dr. Shafali, we also, where can you find this book? Can you find this on like anywhere books are
2: sold? Yes, we do have a website that has all the bookstores there. It's called getsuperpowered.com. Uh, but Amazing. yeah, but it's also available on, um, Amazon and all the websites. Uh, that are typical for these, but we also like people to buy from independent stores, especially now. So get superpower.com and check out Vini, my co author's website, gozen.com. And you can find me at drshefali.com, drshefali.com.
0: Thank you so, so much for being with us and, and sharing with us today.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for having yes. me.
0: We appreciate it. Thank you it. so much. Bye. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I've just been transformed into a better human. (laughs) Yeah. Don't you feel like I planted a little seed? Yeah. Oh absolutely and it's so funny because bella you know she throws tantrums a lot but she's also like in the middle of tons of transitions and sometimes i'm so good at just letting her go and being like oh my gosh okay are you you know like she said are you hungry do you do you need a hug you know or it's okay to feel these feelings like sometimes she says mommy i just need I think I need to cry. And I'm like, it's okay to cry. You know, like, do you know why you want to cry? And sometimes she'll tell me and sometimes she'll be like, I don't know. Maybe I'm tired. You know, sometimes I'm so good at it, at allowing her to feel feelings and not fear them or not feel shame. And then sometimes I'm like, Bella, you gotta stop. Like, there's no reason to cry. Like this morning I was so frustrated. Now I look back and I feel bad because I was like, you have to stop crying. Like, there's no reason you need to be crying. (laughs) And I'm like, no,
1: tomorrow is a new day. But but that's that's the thing, though, too, is we have to recognize that we're imperfect people, right? Like, For nobody sure. is nobody's perfect, and we're all going to make mistakes. And actually, that's a gift that you can give her, too, is like, mommy made a mistake. You know, mommy's sorry. Like, mommy didn't mm-hmm. mean to yell at you when you were crying. You know, mommy just got stressed. You know, I yeah. got stressed. And you can apologize and then tell her, you know, like, you, you know, you because that gives her permission. And that's, like, part of the learning process, too, is, like, showing that – that you sometimes aren't perfect either, because sure. otherwise she may feel like she always has to be perfect if you're perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah totally. So,
1: really, it's okay. Like, Thanks, uh, you dear. know, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think you could sit, even though she's probably totally over it, I think you could sit down and just be like, Mommy, you know, I'm really sorry that I lost, you know, that I yelled at you earlier when you were crying. You know, I just want you to know that I love you and I'm sorry,
0: you know. Yeah, I feel bad sometimes, too, because a- like after she'll cry, she'll be like, mommy, I love you. And I'm like, oh, is she just saying that because I was being mean, you know, to like make me feel better? Like, but I also feel like Bella is just like this oh, old soul. She's trying
1: to she's trying to manage <laughs> your emotions. Yes. I'm like,
0: Bella, don't do that. That's, don't be <laughs> don't be such an old soul. I feel like then I become the two year old. Oh, gosh. I mean, she's the best. <laughs> but yeah, that I mean, it was so interesting. listening to her listening to Dr. Shabali talk. And I just feel like every time, cause I've seen her on so many things and I feel like every time I see her, I'm just like mesmerized because she always says these Oprah would say, aha moments where I sit yeah. there and go, yes. Yeah. And talks about things that really, like we said, nobody really talks that way.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like be- because I don't think like we're often aware, like she said, like little, little children or chil- school children's anxieties can come out as something else. You know, that's the way that they're coping with it. Oh, so yeah. we think we think that yep. something else is going on when really they're th- they're feeling anxiety, and we have no idea that they're capable of having anxiety at that young. And so, for her to be talking about it, I think is just great because it's just educating parents that our children may be experiencing something that we didn't know that they are. And this is how we can empower them and help them, which also empowers us.
0: So yeah, we'll just all get super powered. Go get that book.
1: (laughs) I know. I actually, I'm really interested. I I, I really like learning about, I don't even know if you call it discipline, but just how to navigate your children through their feelings. So yeah
0: absolutely well Well, you guys thank you so much for listening you guys really are just the absolute best i'd (laughs) just like to say happy holidays pat yourself on the back you're doing a great job yeah we love you guys
1: and also please tell a friend about mommy's tell all if you haven't please do it because it really helps other moms find the show so thank you guys and thank you for listening bye